0: I appreciate the effort to uh, step off set for a couple of minutes, Florida native and anchor Christina Watkins with WDSU TV in New Orleans to help us continue our team coverage of Ida. Uh, As a native of uh, Orlando, you've lived through a number of storms in your career, having worked through this one as well. How is New Orleans faring so far, Christina?
1: Well, good morning to you all. Thank you so much for uh, having me on to give you a little perspective. Let me tell you, um, it's different. And I say that because Florida's infrastructure is a lot more intact compared to what we are dealing with here in southeast Louisiana. And the magnitude of this storm that we dealt with yesterday and continue to feel the remnants of right now is something I I can't even put into words. And I'm not just saying that. I, I literally cannot describe it. It was scary. It was very scary compared to what we deal with in Orlando. I remember specifically Hurricane Charlie in Orlando. We had debris, we had power outages, and so forth. But it wasn't as scary as this. My mom even joked with me and said, "Oh, you used to always sleep through hurricanes as a little kid, so you know to actually experience this as an adult." See. The debris flying, the transformers blowing, the water rising, levees overtopping in parts of Southeast Louisiana—not necessarily here in New Orleans, but outside of our area of parts of Plaquemines Parish, which is part of the metro—it was really, really heartbreaking. And um, you know, we haven't even really begun to see what Ida did because. Shelters, I mean, uh, curfews are still in place right now. People are in shelters. People went away and evacuated, which is great, but emergency leaders are asking everybody to still stay home until the sun comes up. It's still dark here. You know, uh, we're an hour behind y'all. It's 538 here in New Orleans. So we're just waiting for first responders to give us as the media, the okay to go and assess damage and give our viewers a look at what we're seeing. But uh, based off of pictures and videos, it's it's really really catastrophic
0: and maintaining contact is going to be challenging as well because of the power outage and, and restoration effort that's going to take some time but ultimately uh, also multiple cellular service providers are having uh issues as well uh, a big picture it's likely to be days if not longer before at least the infrastructure maybe is brought back up
1: oh yeah certainly so so the deal with uh the blackouts here our utility company entergy new orleans lost one of its major power poles. That's to put it in the most simplest terms. It it fell into the Mississippi River. The wind knocked it over. So they have to get an entire new one, replace that before they can start restoring power to the, you know, close to 200,000 people, more than 200,000 people just in New Orleans who are in the dark right now. So they warned us when we were talking to Entergy New Orleans ahead of Ida. They said those in some of the hardest hit areas can expect to be without power for maybe three weeks. But I don't think anybody ever expected to have a complete blackout. So I'm curious to see how long that will take. I've reached out to Entergy already today just to see if they can give us an update on where they're at. There are so many crews on standby. We've got linemen everywhere, even people from Florida. Pipe, yep. uh is here. Um, waiting to get to work, but it's kind of difficult for them to do so until they get that main source of power back, and it's still dark. So it's definitely going to be a long while. And because of that, you've got different sheriff's offices and uh, law enforcement officers like in Jefferson Parish, which is the neighbor to New Orleans. They also have 97% of their customers, their energy customers, are in the dark for the same reason as what we're dealing with here in New Orleans. And so JPSO, the sheriff's office there, set up an administrative number, basically, for their 911 center because of their cellular cellular services. Say that five times quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cellular service providers having issues. So they are putting out these numbers and they're issuing these uh, messages that we can get out to the public to let them know if you have any trouble call them as these law enforcement agencies get up and get out to start assessing the damage.
0: At its worst, how bad was the storm surge and or flooding? And has the worst already come through? Or are the meteorologists anticipating at times of high tide flooding to still be a concern?
1: Ooh, at its worst. So Grand Isle, uh, which is a part of Jefferson Parish, it's about two hours outside of New Orleans. They were under a mandatory evacuation um, because of how close they are. I mean, they're an island. So, they are completely underwater. Like, completely. About 20 people did not evacuate. They have gotten calls for rescues, but they cannot get to them. It is entirely too dangerous. So, I would expect some high water rescues there to happen today. I can't give accurate numbers. I don't want to, you know, misrepresent our meteorologists. I can check with them and tweet that out for you, uh, Jeremy, a little later. But, Our meteorologists were predicting at one point some parts 10 to 17 feet of storm surge, depending on where you were. That could be Lafourche Parish, Terrebonne Parish, Grand Isle, all of those areas right along the coast of our state. And it lived up to that expectation, I can tell you that much. And they are dealing with a lot of problems. The worst is over, thank God. Our meteorologist, David Singleton and Lee Southwick, who are um, in studio right now, confirm that the storm is moving its way on out, but we're still going to have the outer band still dealing with a lot of rain. And then tomorrow, we're going to have heat. You know, it's different for us to have to deal with this during the dog days of summer. Mm. Um, so it, it's not going to be easy for sure.
0: Stay safe. We appreciate you peeling away from the set anchor Christina Watkins with WDSU TV in New Orleans and we'll continue to document along the way over the coming days. Fox's Evan Brown is in New Orleans as well and continuing team coverage throughout the Gulf Coast region. We'll update you here and instantly in the WOKV app.